Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. But like being able to look back and be like really, really specific of we're going to make this one specific change and yeah. here's kind of our hypothesis of what we think is going to happen. And now I can look back and be like, yep, that's exactly what happened um, as a result of this. And so you just it helps you to just make more educated guesses versus just kind of, you know, sticking your finger in the air and hoping that you, you guess right. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic Podcast. Rick Mulready here. This is episode number 142. Thanks a lot for coming to hang on me today. Really appreciate it. Hope this finds you well, whatever you're up to today. On today's episode, we're talking all about automated or evergreen, as some people call them, webinar funnels. And joining me to share a case study on his own business and how he's using automated webinar funnels is my buddy Grant Baldwin from the Speaker Lab. Com. Now, Grant is a professional speaker, and he teaches people how to find and book paid speaking engagements through his online training course. And as you're going to hear today, Grant sells his program through webinars. He uses both live and automated webinars in his business. And lately, his automated ones are doing really, really well for him. So that's what we're going to be focusing on here with Grant today. And by really well, I mean lately, it's been for every dollar that he spends on Facebook ads, he's making $3 in return. I'll take that ROI all day long. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for that. So today, we're going to be breaking down his entire evergreen webinar funnel from start to finish, including his Facebook ads, how much he's spending on Facebook ads, the tools that he uses to set up his webinar system, the different offers that he makes in his funnel, including what he's been testing lately to incentivize people to pay in full, how he tracks all of his results, and what he would say to somebody considering doing evergreen webinars for the very first time. Now, there's two big takeaways that I really want you to listen for in my talk here with Grant. One, listen to how much he's always testing things. He makes a hypothesis about something, then he sets up a test to see if he can prove it, and he lets the numbers dictate whether that test or hypothesis worked or not. So that's the first thing to be listening for. Second, we talked throughout the entire conversation today about his tracking spreadsheet, his epic tracking spreadsheet. And uh, it's it's a really good one. I've seen it actually in person and we'll, he'll talk more about it. I, we t he talks throughout the entire episode episode about it, but he basically, um, you know, he looked at a bunch of different spreadsheets when he was putting this together. One of, one of them was mine that uh, I use in our business and, and he built it out and he's got this really epic tracking spreadsheet. And, and really the lesson here is you've got to know your numbers. You know, we talk about that here on the podcast all the time. You got to know your numbers and everything that you're doing in your business. And, and Grant has really built out this tracking spreadsheet that, that he uses 
in his business to be able to make decisions about what's working and what's not in his automated webinar funnel. So speaking of tracking your numbers, I put together a Google spreadsheet with formulas for you to track your webinars. And you can use this uh, tracking spreadsheet, whether you're doing live or automated webinars. This is the same spreadsheet that we use uh, in our business here. So you can download the spreadsheet either by texting AOPT142. So that, again, text AOPT142 to 44222. Or you can download it over on the show notes page for today's episode which is at rickmulready.com forward slash 142. Now, before we jump into it with Grant, applications for my brand new coaching program called Advantage Plus are being accepted only for a few more days until June 30th, 2017. So that's coming up really, really fast. Now, Advantage Plus is an application-only 12-month coaching program, which begins this July in 2017. And the deadline to apply, as I just mentioned, is in just a few days, June 30th. So here's what the coaching program it includes. It includes a group video coaching call with me each month. We're going to do this face-to-face on Zoom. It includes a bonus group coaching call each month with a subject matter expert that I will bring on for you. It includes two two-day group live events in San Diego here with me. Also includes a ticket to attend both of my FBA live workshops, which are multi-day teaching and hands-on hands-on implementation events, and also a private Facebook group community for you. Now, Advantage Plus is for you if you're looking for an accelerated path in growing your business and you think accountability, community, and support are going to be helpful to you to achieve that accelerated path in growth in your business. Now, like I mentioned, this is an application-only coaching program and the deadline to apply is in just a few days, June 30th. So if you'd like to learn more and apply right now, just go to rickmulready.com forward slash plus. That's rickmulready.com forward slash P-L-U-S. All right, without further ado, let's go hang out with Grant. Rick Mulready, it is a it is a great day to hang out with you, my friend. How awesome. are you? I'm doing great. It's really uh, I'm really glad to finally have you on here on the podcast. We've been connecting, or we've been trying to connect for your show. Uh, we finally did last way too week. long. It was just absurd. And it was you're like just 10 you're months. just too busy. You're too busy. You're too you're too big of a deal. I don't so, know about that. I don't know about that. We, we had to go we... through like nine gatekeepers to get to you, but we made it happen. <laughs> That's what the system is working, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'm I'm really uh, excited to have you on the show here uh, again. Thanks for coming on. We're going to be talking about your. Uh, evergreen uh, funnel, evergreen webinar funnel that you've got in place that's doing really, really well, all driven by Facebook ads. Uh, I want to start to break that down and get into the you know the nuts and bolts as much as we possibly can on that because this is something that we actually haven't covered a whole lot here on the show. And I, I feel like it's one of those topics or one of those strategies that a lot of people... I don't know. I kind of feel like I get the sense that they think it's sort of taboo. Maybe this is something that they can't really do. Maybe they don't understand it or maybe how to set this stuff up. Um, and then again, for those people who are already doing this stuff, who are listening to the show, maybe they can pick up some tips from you as far as been, you know, what's been working really well for you so that they can improve um, their own stuff. But before we do dive into that, um, can you share with us you know, who you are, what you do in your business and, and what you've been up to lately? Yeah. So the nutshell is uh, I run a, a site called The Speaker Lab, uh, thespeakerlab.com. And so for many years, I was a full-time speaker, public speaker, I was traveling around speaking at different conferences and events. And one of the questions I would get all the time from people is, how do I do that? Like, how did you get into that? I want to do that. How would I do something similar? And I found that there were some people who wanted to, to do what I was doing and that I was speaking full-time, 50, 60, 70 events a year, and people that wanted to do that. And other people who, even like yourself, Rick, who would say, like, I, you know, I don't want to do 70 events a year, but I'd love to do five. And Mm -hmm. I'm just not even sure, like, you know, where do I find those five and how much should I charge and what do I speak about? And, you know, yada, yada. So we started uh, we started the speaker lab to really teach the business side of speaking. And how do you actually find and book paid speaking engagements? And so, uh, again, some people who wanted to just speak as like, I want to be a gun for hire. I come in, I collect my check into transaction. I go home. Mm -hmm. And some people would say, I want to speak because it's good for uh, brand building. It's good for credibility. It's good for um, building and establishing your, your authority and expertise 
It's also good for, um, depending on the, the nature of how you use speaking, it can be really, really good for product sales. So, you know, as a quick example, I, there's a, a student that we work with who, uh, he speaks for free. So on paper, you're like, well, that's not a real speaker. You're speaking for free, but mm-hmm. he uses it as lead generation for his coaching business. And so he, he generates hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaching revenue, but he does it primarily through speaking. So all that to say, like, there's a lot of ways to use speaking. So we, we created a, um, a, a speaker training program called Booked and Paid to Speak. And that's kind of our, our primary flagship training program. Uh, so we created that a, a couple of years ago and we started offering that through webinars. Then we got into dabbling with, with Facebook ads. Uh, we've done a lot of live webinars. And we've done a lot of, of evergreen uh, webinars and uh, spent a lot on Facebook ads, learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes along the way. And uh, things have been going well, uh, especially the past couple of months now. And we're continuing to, to tweak and, and uh, dial things in. But um, yeah, I'm an open book. Anything I can do to help, I'm, I'm game for. How long is it? How long has it been evergreen? Because I love it. Like there's a, a couple of keywords there that you just that you just said is you, you're you're tweaking, you're testing different things right now, uh, and you've really kind of hit a stride over the past few months. How long has it been evergreen at this point? Well, I would say. Um I mean, in its current iteration, probably the past three months or so, uh, what we had been doing to kind of like backtrack a little bit. So last year for a little while, we had been running, we were doing basically a live weekly webinar. So every, usually every Tuesday we would do a webinar, run Facebook ads to that without fail. Uh, And there's, I mean, as you know, there's huge pros and cons with live over evergreen, but at the same time, there's huge you know, pros and cons with Evergreen over live. So, mm-hmm. um, so we had been doing uh, a live one and then we decided to add in an Evergreen one as well. Uh, and so we are basically running ads to each of them kind of concurrently and trying to just target different people. So we weren't competing with ourselves. Mm. Uh, so we did that for a little while, but we found that like at the time, and again, this is going back to like last summer, our, uh, our live webinars were just working considerably better than yeah. our automated ones. So we ended up just turning off the automated ones, continued to do the live ones. They were working fine. Uh, and then literally it was earlier this year uh, where we were like, all right, let's try the automated ones again. Automated ones were doing well. And then basically it kind of flipped where basically the automated ones were doing as well, if not better than our live ones. You're so like, what really? if we just stopped doing live huh. and just rent our automated? Um, and so I'm looking at the numbers even over the past, you know, past mm, couple months or so, about two months or so, and our our automated uh, webinar numbers have been on par, if not better, than what our live ones were doing. So at this point, at the time of this recording, um, we are primarily just doing uh, automated evergreen webinars. Really? Because mo- usually, for most of the most of the time, it's the live webinars that do better. You know, right, you're, right. You're, you're converting it. You know, whatever the percentage is on your live webinars, the show up rate is higher. And then for mm-hmm. people who go to automated webinars, they start seeing the numbers there. They think something's wrong. And it's like, well, no, just it's just that, you know, automated webinars tend to uh, perform a little, you know, a little bit lower than your live webinars. But I love how you've seen that sort of flip flop, you know, where the live yeah, webinars were doing well. Yeah, I'm super surprised. I'm, I'm as surprised as you are that because um, I because we always found like the, the live ones would work well. And because and partly because, um, you know, you're there answering people's questions. You could you know, you're giving personal shout outs. I see, you know, Rick's here in San Diego mm-hmm. and, you know, just like the personal touch there that keeps people engaged, you know, throughout the entire presentation. So there's definitely that live component. But the other side of it, you know, on the, the negative side on doing a live one is, you know, if you do Tuesday night at seven o'clock central time and that doesn't work for someone like it's that or that or nothing, you know? So right. that's, that's definitely the, the downside. Whereas obviously with an automated one, you've got a lot more time options and availability options, uh, that people can get to that, that may work better on, on their schedules. Yeah. So I do want to get into that. I want to get into kind of like the, the nuts and bolts of like how this is set up as far as the times and, you know, on demand and, and, and that sort of thing. But when you, so you're doing, are you not doing the live webinars anymore? You're just doing the automated webinars. Uh, at the time of this recording, I'm doing a live one next week, okay. um, in, in, in part because we want we've we've made a couple of tweaks to the what we want to offer, and mm-hmm. so I just I want to re-record uh, what the automated one will be. So um, the live ones still do fine for us, but it was kind of we were kind of going well. I mean, we're basically um, spending for every uh, one dollar on evergreen webinars we were spending ads on mm-hmm. uh we were spending two dollars on live, and we we're like, well, you know, what if let's try pausing live and just put all $3 into uh, Evergreen and see what that does. Yep. So that's where it was going really, really well. So that's where we decided to pause the live one. But 
we wanted to do a live one next week and just kind of make it a bigger deal, a bigger event. So um, primarily by inviting our own list and saying, hey, we haven't done a webinar in you know a couple months and you know we've made some tweaks. We have this new special bonus we're going to include and so we'd love for you to be a part of it. It makes it a bigger deal when you are doing that that every so often live one sure. versus every single week. And we like we also had a, a tough time finding that balance between um, uh, like we were doing a weekly live webinar and we were inviting our email lists, you know, every couple weeks or so. But it was always that balance of just like, what's the incentive for someone to come given yeah. like, well, if we don't come, you know, they're going to invite me again in a couple weeks. Um, but at the same time, like if we'd have, you know, let's say 20, 25% show up rate, uh, that means there's a large percentage of people who registered and didn't attend for whatever reason, uh, mm-hmm. many of reasons, maybe just legitimate. Um, or it's just like they, they weren't, um, you know, life happened and they weren't as interested in the topic at that time, but we email them and invite them to another webinar, you know, a couple weeks or a couple of months later. And it's like, ah, this is, this is the time I really need to be, be on there. I really need it. It's more important to them at the time. So it's just difficult to find that what's the ideal balance of inviting people regularly, but not annoying people, um, so often with the, you know, the same live webinar invite. Yeah. So when you were, I mean, when you were doing the live webinars and the automated webinars concurrent, how did you sort of can you kind of speak to how you separated that out because you know a lot of people would think like well how you know how is that happening because how are people like how are being how are people being excluded and 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 that sort of thing how are you making sure that there's a separation in the messaging there from the from the ad side yes and and were you doing anything you know with your email list at that point too no so with the email list um we were we if we were emailing about a webinar it was for the live webinar so we were never inviting the email list to an automated webinar uh because we wanted them on the live one we knew that that one was was at the time again that was tending to convert better and uh, and the i don't know the the at the time the evergreen was always just kind of the stepchild type thing like yeah it's there but it's you know it's not a big deal to us and it wasn't the priority uh whereas the 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 live one was much more of the the priority so that's the one that ultimately we were were really pushing people to now having not done a live one in the past uh, about a month and a half or so uh, a couple of weeks ago we did invite people our list to e- email them and basically say hey we, we have you know more time options available this is a previously recorded one so you can go check this out so we did that's the only time that we've invited uh, our own list to an automated webinar got it okay okay so you are testing this to figure out which one is doing better. You're, now your automated webinars are doing better at the time of that we're recording this. What is the ad? I want to start to get into the actual campaign. What does the ad campaign look like for you? And, and, and including in that, how much are you spending on ads roughly uh, per day? Yeah, so it's definitely we were talking a little bit offline here. Yeah. Like it's definitely been increasing as we've seen the numbers hold. Um, so I can tell you, like as of this recording, um, let me go back here a couple of weeks. I'm just pulling up my spreadsheet, and I think it's. Uh, I know this is something that you talk about, Rick, but but having just like a spreadsheet of some form that you just track all this stuff um, anally is so you, you, important. You've got to, and I've seen you your spreadsheet because you, you, I think you took the one that I had and then you kind of put that on steroids and, and added a bunch of stuff to it. And, and you have a great spreadsheet where you, you're right. You've got to track all these numbers because as we talk about so much here in the podcast is like, how do you, like, how do you know what to change? How do you know what to test if you're not, if you're not tracking these numbers? I mean, these numbers should be dictating the types of actions that you're taking. Yeah, and we really, I mean, I'm looking at my, my spreadsheet here. We've got like 50 columns, but really we only input data into about 10 of them. And then everything else just kind of populates based off the, you know, the calculations of what we're trying to figure, you know. So mm-hmm. um, so to go back to the original question in terms of what, like what we're spending on a, on a daily basis, um, we had been spending uh, around 300 to 500 a day. Then we got it up to about 700 a day. And the past couple of weeks, like this past week at the time of this recording, we spent 1400 a day. Wow. Um, which was really high, uh, but at the same time, our CPLs have been okay. They've been, um, I mean, I'd, I've always, I would always like them lower. Sure. Um, and in fact, one little thing I, I could speak to that we, we kind of had a, a theory on. So one thing that we had been doing is we had been, uh, we took the, uh, the phone number off of the registration page. We had been asking for the phone number so that we could send text and voicemail reminders. Mm-hmm. So we took, we, we took that off for was, a little while. Was that required or was it optional? 
Uh, it was required, okay. and so, um, and I think that's partly. So we use EverWebinar via yep. Webinar Jam, uh, and so if I remember right, it was, it was required. Like the way they're set up is, it's a little janky, but um, I think it was either like all or nothing, and so you could ask for it on the backside, but the like on the thank you page, but the yep. number of people that would opt in via that was just so low. So I think we made it required, and so the the theory was that okay, well, here's what's going to happen is that our CPLs are going to go up because we're requiring a phone number, and not a lot of people, not yeah. everybody's going to want to give a phone number, but our show up rates also going to go up. Um, and so like looking back at just like comparing those past two weeks, it's exactly what happened. Like our show up rate went up eight percent, but our CPL went up $2 per lead. Mm. Um, so it jumped a lot, but our show up rate was up and our sales were up too. So it's, I think, that, again, this is a good example of something just a little nuanced like this. It'd be really easy to just kind of be like, well, like, you know, I think we did some sales last week and we changed this and I, I'm not really sure. I think it worked and you didn't, I don't know if it worked or not, but like being able to look back and be like really, really specific of we're going to make this one specific change and yeah. here's kind of our hypothesis of what we think is going to happen. And now I can look back and be like, yep, that's exactly what happened um, as a result of this. And so you just, it, it helps you to just make more educated guesses versus just kind of, you know, sticking your finger in the air and hoping that you, you guess right. Yeah. So when you, with your spreadsheet, I mean, it's, it's full of numbers and data but as you make that change you're like oh you're right here we required the phone number and so do you make a note in there as far as like what tweak that you made and then obviously after that you can look at the data and 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 what that that what that change caused or how do you note that Correct. Correct. So, um, like I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling over to the, so I basically, we track everything on a weekly basis. Yep. Um, we had been doing it on a monthly basis. Now we do it on a weekly basis and we may even do it on a daily basis at some point here. But, uh, so like my note to myself was our show up rate had dropped a lot since we made phone number optional. Uh, we made it mandatory for this week. So as expected, show up rate increased, but CPL also increased mm-hmm. sales increased though too. So we'll leave it for now. So basically just a note to myself of whenever I look back, you know, a couple of weeks from now that, um, you know, we can just see like, hey, this this is why everything, you know, these numbers changed accordingly. And, and even that, like just adding some context, yeah. uh, I would do that on our live webinars, too, of, you know, this week the offer was this, this and this. And then the next week the offer was this, this and that. Well, you need to know that context when you're looking back a couple months from now and be like, oh, that one performed way better than that one. I don't know why. So like you just you just have to really track that stuff. If any type of like little changes that you're going to make that that could have some type of impact uh, further down the funnel, you, you really need to make note of those things. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're running your your Facebook ads, you're spending anywhere between... You said the low is about $300 a day. You spent about $1,400 a day last week or so. What does the campaign look like? How many, you know, how, what's, are you, are you running a bunch of different targeting groups? Are you running a bunch of different ads or you've been doing this a long time now? So have you really honed in on, you know, the types of, uh, the types of ads that are working well for you and the, and the target audiences? Yeah, I can speak to this from like a high level. Yeah, sure, um, sure. And, and I'll, I'll give you kind of a nutshell on kind of our our evolution with, with Facebook ads. So when we first started uh, running uh, Facebook ads for our webinars, I was running the ads myself in part because I just wanted to understand, you know, at least from, again, a high level of yep. how, what's the difference between a campaign and an ad set and an ad and how does this all work and targeting and, you know, retargeting and all that stuff. So so I did that myself for a couple of months. And that, I mean, we're talking a couple of years ago. So since then, we've had a few different people, a few different contractors and freelancers that have come and gone uh, to work on that. So we've got a guy right now who really does like the nitty gritty of everything um, in terms of that. Like he's the one that's in there on the campaigns, mm-hmm. um, the ad sets, the ads. So um, he would, I don't have a ton of, of specific feedback on that just because I'm not the one that's sure. in there on a, on a daily basis. But um I know that like one thing that's worked really, really well for us is uh, just lookalike audiences. So he does a lot with lookalike audiences of buyers. That's a list that we update very, yep. very regularly. Um, I know he's done some uh, with a lookalike of the of the entire list of our entire email mm-hmm. list. But mm-hmm. I know that the buyers especially yeah. um, have really have really worked well for us. Do you do? I mean, with in in the type of niche that you're in, like the the the, the speaking uh, industry here, are you doing a lot of video? ads at all or is it primarily uh, uh, primarily uh, images it's mostly images but okay. one thing that we have been doing is um, is we did 
I was dabbling with Facebook Live earlier in the year, and I yep. know several people have dabbled with it. And it's kind of one of those things like, okay, I know there's something there. I don't know what it, I don't know how it fits for us. So I did like a, a 15 minute recording, just kind of like walking through high level of like what we here's the framework of what we teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did that, and then basically we've been running I don't know like 25, 30 bucks a day to that yep. for the past several months. So we'll get views for two, three cents a view, sure. and we've just been retargeting that. So yep. that's that's one of the only like video things that we're using is um, is just getting people to watch that Facebook live running traffic to that and then just retargeting them retargeting them later cool so as we as we before we get into more of the funnel here I want to just want to just touch on a point you just made as far as like you don't run your current you don't you currently don't run your ads uh, you haven't in a little while but you started off running them and you know like you said you want to have a basic understanding a high level understanding of of what you were doing and I think that's so critical. You know, a lot of people ask me like, well, I don't want to run Facebook ads for my business. Okay, great. But what I always say is like, at least make yourself dangerous with them. Like sure. know, know a little bit so you are able to look at and have an intelligent conversation with whomever you, whomever you hire to run your ads so that you know, you know, basically what they're talking about. And, and you can look at the numbers and kind of, you know, figure things out a little bit. You know, I've had count, unfortunately, countless students come to me when they, when they join my programs for the first time where they didn't know that and they hired that out. And then $8,000 later after a few months, you know, they're out eight grand with no results. And now they're like, oh, I better learn this stuff. So I just want to um, applaud you for that uh, in in you know taking making the effort to to take the time to do that and at least you know get some basic understanding there, to, even though that you're not doing it right now um, because you've got bigger and better things to be doing. In well, the I mean that. I mean, the reality is like, for, and everybody's business is different. Every, everybody listening is going to be at a different place in business. So a couple of years ago, I was at a spot where I, I couldn't really afford to have someone do it. So the yeah. option was to, I was the person that was going to do it. So yeah. I, I didn't need to know it um, from a super granular level, but I needed to know enough to kind of get going. Sure. Um, whereas today... There's other things that I, I could be doing in my business. It's and Facebook ads is really, really important to our business, but is it the best use of my time to be the one that's in there checking the ads constantly? Probably not. So there's other people that are way better at it than me. But like yep. you said, I do think it's really important that because it's so important within our business, that I at least have a good understanding of it and I can I can, you know, have an intelligent conversation um, with, you know, our ads guy and know what's going on. And and even like looking at CPLs, I can know like Hey, you know, this week was good or this week wasn't good. And here's why versus like, you know, I don't know. We spent more than we did last week and we made something or we didn't make something. And but like I have some really good idea of of what's happening and why it's happening as a result. Sure, sure. So when when you guys are running those ads, you're sending them to the to the landing page to register for the webinar. You're giving them, you know, an opportunity to pick a time uh, that works best for them. Do you do a, a, a few days out in addition to the multiple times or so what does that look like when they when you're presenting them when with when they want to take the take the training yeah, so we we used to be we used to offer just two times. We'd offer a a 10 a.m. and a 7 p.m. Since we've we've added two other times, we do a 10 a.m. Um, a 1 p.m. a 4 p.m. and a 7 p.m. And so I'd have to really dig in. Um, it's something I check every few weeks. I haven't checked recently on mm-hmm. what the show up rates are between each of those. Uh, so we got those four primary times, and then we also have a, a just in time. Um, and the just in time always. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, I have conversations like this with with a few other friends, but I'm baffled at the show up rate and how long people stick around and that people will buy from a just in time. Like I, I think like I'm trusting everybody listening to this. We're all busy. We all have a lot going on. So the idea of like clicking on a link and at a moment's notice setting aside like 90 minutes of your day to yeah. watch a video, like that just seems crazy. But at the same time, like they do really well for us. So yes, yeah, so we've got those four times and then the the just in time option. Got it. And so just to just to uh, clarify what just in time is for people that don't know is that let's just say you you go and register and it's you know 10 minutes before two and the next time technically isn't until four o'clock where it's being uh streamed you know you can do what they call a just-in-time option where this person can start watching it within within at the at the top of the hour um and it's like oh okay i can start watching this in five to ten minutes okay okay cool um we haven't even talked about what's the price of the program that you're selling on this on the automated webinar 
Yeah, so we have we have a uh, uh, two options. So we've got the the full pay is nine ninety seven, and we have several different incentives on the webinar itself for um uh for people to just just to incentivize people to buy and join on the webinar. So we have the nine ninety seven or a, a monthly payment plan of one ninety seven a month for six months. Uh, and then what we do is so we'll run basically that promo, and I don't, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but mm-hmm. uh, then basically we do a down sell of a twelve month payment plan for a hundred dollars a month. So mm-hmm. that comes a couple days after after the initial cart close. Um, but basically, in, in terms of like tools I can give you real quick too that may be helpful, yeah. is we use um, EverWebinar for the webinars itself. We use Drip on our email. Um, and basically, it's set up where um, and I don't, again, I don't know all the, the nuance, but yeah. it's basically set up where if someone does buy on the webinar, it triggers a specific tag. So that person, um, gets the specific fast action bonuses, um, because they bought on the webinar. And so again, that could be, you know, 10 AM on a Tuesday or it could be 7 PM on a Friday, but either way they're going to get the correct tag and get the correct uh, bonuses okay. because gotcha. they bought on the webinar. So yep. that was, that was one thing that's been super helpful. Um, so we use drip, we use, um, we had been using ClickFunnels on our checkout pages. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually just switched back. We had been uh, switched back to SamCart, um, and so for a, a couple different reasons. But um, but yeah, so right now we're using uh, SamCart on the the checkout process. What, what if you, do you mind me asking? What was the reason why you switched back over? Yeah, so a couple different things. We, um, uh, and then one other tool we use is uh, Thinkific for the course uh, where we house the, the course itself. Okay. So one of the things that we had to do is when someone would check out through uh, ClickFunnels, and we still have to actually do this now with between SamCart, is we have a, a Zapier connection that basically sends a zap between telling um, telling Thinkific, hey, set up this person's account, here's what they bought, send them their information, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were finding for some reason, and, and ClickFunnels didn't have a lot of feedback on this, and uh, Zapier didn't have a lot of feedback, but um, there'd be times where someone would buy, and it would instantly send that zap, which is what you want, uh, but then there'd be times where it'd be like an hour or a couple hours delayed, and then like every so often, it wouldn't send at all. So someone would buy, and then you know we'd get an email the next day like, hey, I bought, I never got anything, and they legitimately didn't get anything. Um, mm. So it's just like a... a like a super hit and miss customer uh, experience that was just, I'm really, really big on just like, I want to make sure people have a top notch experience. Sure. And so, so like just like that kind of, and, and getting feedback from, you know, both sides of them going like, I don't really know why it's doing that. And we don't right. really know what to tell you. Like, well, ah, you know, I don't, I don't want to risk that. The other, the other uh, downside, and this isn't necessarily like a, a click funnel thing, but um, the way we we're set up with click funnels. Uh, so we would run everything on, on the credit card through Stripe. We really like Stripe. Everything had been on Stripe. So we wanted to keep everything there. Um, but you couldn't do Stripe and PayPal yeah. at the same time without going to um, moving to Braintree yeah. within ClickFunnels. But within SamCart, you can. And so for a little while there, we had just been going, well, we'll just, you know, we just won't do PayPal. Right. Um, and we found in the past month or two since we switched back to SamCart, we've had a lot of PayPal sales. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly, you know, potential revenue that we had been leaving on the table by, by switching back. Yeah, we experienced the same, same thing is that we were, we were looking into testing some things that were ClickFunnels, but we wanted to keep PayPal and they have a workaround, but it's, I mean, from what we were able to see, we did a lot of research on it. It was pretty clunky. Um, and so, yeah, totally know what you, and, and because we have a, we have a large percentage who do, uh, use PayPal, uh, mm-hmm. for, for enrolling. And we want to make that option available to people. Yeah. It was like we were, so if someone would email in and say, Hey, do you take PayPal? And they wanted to do like a one pay, we could do that. We just send them an invoice sure, and that sure. worked fine. But it was really tough to set up. Um, like we couldn't figure out a good way to set up. Like if someone wanted to do a payment plan within PayPal, um, yeah. we couldn't find a way to set that up like on one off stuff on right. the back end. So that's where it's just like, man, it's a heck of a lot simpler just to add that in through, um, you know, through Sam cart. And so that, that's been, yeah, that's been working fine there. So on that downsell, that twelve pay of of hundred dollars, do you do that immediately if they, or when do you do that? Let me just kind of leave it there. Yeah. So let's uh, let's kind of walk through actually yeah. from like the point when someone registers because we've got a few different uh, points that I think would be helpful to people. So when um, when someone registers, um, when someone registers for the webinar. Ideally, what we'd like to do is we like to send them to a, a Tripwire page, and the Tripwire page is actually housed uh, is a is a ClickFunnels sales page. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, one of the things that we run into is that when you are doing a webinar jam um, webinar, that when someone registers for the webinar, you can redirect them to a different page. So you could redirect them to a Tripwire page or whatever page. But when you're doing an Ever webinar, um, you don't have that option. You have to go to their registration page. Now, there's a there's a tool I've heard about that is supposed 
supposed to be coming out in the near future that hopefully would allow um, just basically an integration that would allow you to redirect from, you know, uh, an ever webinar confirmation page to um, a tripwire page or whatever page you wanted them to go to. So, um, so anyway, it was, a, it was a $17 tripwire that we still get some sales from. We, we basically, um, on the confirmation page, we encourage, we offer like a free gift and the free gift is like connected to the tripwire where you still get the free gift, but while you're here, here's this other, you know, $17 tripwire. So we get several of those sales. Um, mm-hmm. and especially like when we, we noticed a huge difference, like when we were doing a lot of live webinars, we would just get it. We'd just get a flood of those tripwire sales. Again, you could do that redirect. It's a good idea. It would, it would connect right in. But like I was looking back and, um, I mean, at one point, um, let's see, this would have been like first four months of the year or something. We'd done like twelve or thirteen thousand dollars in just a seventeen dollar tripwire. So <laughs> at seventeen dollars, it doesn't seem like much, but like it can it really up. add up. And to that pays for your, that, yeah, you know? that pays for your ads. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's and we found it it never like fully would pay for our ads on, on any given week. But one of the things that we notice is like it it um it gets someone to buy something and yep. so that's a lot easier to sell to them a second time than the first time. And then also it gets them into since we were running everything through Thinkific where our, our courses and our tripwires were, that it gets them into that system um with their login information. And so if they buy something else later, yeah. they're not having to reset up anything, it's already there. So anyway, so that's that was um so we'd send them to the tripwire page. I Ideally, and then um, they so would wait, get some. Wait, when they when they so they they register, they land on the confirmation page. Does it automatically? And I think this is what you were describing there. Do they automatically get redirected to this limited time offer, this inexpensive offer, or is it simply on the thank you page? Thank you for registering page. So, uh, so within Webinar Jam, if yep. you're doing a live webinar, you can redirect it to a Tripwire page Got or it. some other page. Okay. With Ever Webinar for the automated webinars, you cannot. So you have to go to the their confirmation page. Okay, and then, um, then so make the basically offer there. there, yeah, from there. Yeah, it's kind of a janky way to say like, you're you're confirmed. Now please go to this next link. Right, you know, right. um, and and even like in, in the confirmation email or like, hey, we have this you know this bonus offer for you type thing. And so we try to get them to the trip bar, but it's just it's not nearly as effective as. You know, I registered and boom, I'm immediately taken there. Sure. So I don't know. Ho- hopefully that'll be fixed at, at some point cool. um, with with the tool. So so, yeah, leading up to then the webinar, we've got depending on how far out they're registering, um, we'll have, you know, a couple of, of reminder emails. And then basically after the, the webinar itself, um, one thing we're in the process of doing that we'd like to do a better job of is doing a better job of, of segmenting that, you know, the person attended or they didn't attend or mm-hmm. they bought or they didn't bought or here's the point that they made it to. So that's one thing that we haven't done a great job at that I think would make a massive difference. And again, one thing we're, we're kind of working on behind the scenes, uh, because right now all the language is a, you know, is a little generic and vague, yep. of, you know, it, like if we send a replay email of like, Hey, if you saw it, you can watch <laughs> it again. And if you didn't see it, here it is. You know, so, so you just kind of kind of talk in those vague terms. Is that more of a resource thing on your end or is that more of a functionality, you know, limitation thing? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head here. Cause, uh, so again, I would say like, I think for a little while it was a resource and that like, okay, we know we should do this. We just yeah. hadn't had the bandwidth to do it. Got it. And now, and then I think it also for a little while it was somewhat of a functionality thing, but, um, so I think some of it actually may be the, the tools and getting them to, to play nicely together. So, um, yeah, I Got it. I don't have a great answer okay. on that right now. <laughs> so so it's something uh, you're working towards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and again, and I th- some of it goes back to like the the Facebook ad side of it. Of you know, I've got a guy on the team that that handles all that sure, stuff. So sure. so I I somewhat have an idea. Um, but if I and if I talked with him, he'd be like, "Hey, we talked about this, and here's what it does." Like, oh, we'll, okay, we'll yeah, call it no. ideally. You want to be doing this? <laughs> yeah, ideally that would be that would be good. So okay. after after the webinar, then it's basically a three day follow up sequence. So you're sending out the replay. We're sending out like an FAQ email. Um, a case studies uh, is in there as well. And then the uh, a cart close. So everything's connected to deadline funnels. Yep. Um, deadline funnels actually has a new, and I know this because uh, I just saw this the other day, <laughs> they have a new integration, a direct integration with Drip. So hopefully that will allow us to do some of the, you know, some of the tagging on the, on the back end. But that uh, hopefully will allow, uh, like using deadline funnels makes it, I mean, and I know you've talked about this before, but makes it like a true cart close for that that person that's going through the the sequence yeah okay cool so what happens if they make it through the sequence 
and they don't purchase. So they make it through. This is a yep. 997 program. Granted, you're giving them payment options, but what if they make it through? You know, cart close. Uh, they come. You know, let's just say it closes on a Wednesday. They come in on Thursday. Uh, they they did not purchase. They try to get back to that page. It's not available. What happens? Yeah. So at that point, what we ha- I'll tell you what we had been doing and then what we just changed to. So we had been waiting two days and then we would send an email, basically the equivalent of the, you know, why do you hate me email? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, we didn't use that language, but right. basically just like, hey, notice that you attended, but you didn't buy. Um, and just curious. And the reasons were always the same. It's, it's always a money issue or it's always a time issue. Sure. And so what we had been doing is we actually had been offering like a scaled back version of the course for a little while. Um, and then we would, so basically we, we'd send that, that, you know, why do you hate me email? wait a day, and then we would do this down sell. Uh, and we'd run that for basically 48 hours. And so we had been doing, again, the scaled back version of the course um, for a lower price point. What we found, though, is a lot of people are like, I want the full course. I just want a different payment plan. And so that's what we ended up switching to is... Um, still offering the exact same thing, but offering just a, instead of a, you know, one pay of, of 997 or six pay of 197, we offer the 12 pay at a hundred bucks a month of the exact same thing that they saw the previous week. So the problem though, that we were running into was that it was several days between when the original cart closed and whenever that downsell offer came. So let's just say that someone saw the, the cart close offer on Friday mm-hmm. uh, and Saturday, Sunday, nothing. Monday's the why do you hate me email. Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday is when they hear about it. So it's like basically five, six days yeah. after the original cart closed. So a lot of like excitement has worn off by that point. Sure. So basically what we did is we still do the downsell for two for basically 48 hours, but we cut out that middle email um, and basically shorten the time frame. So I believe it's now we wait one day. So if, if cart closes on a, let's say a, um, uh, a Friday, we do nothing on Saturday and then Sunday, Monday would be the downsell window. And then it, it completely shuts down after that. Got it. Okay. And then, so, okay. So what if, what if somebody doesn't take any of that? They're, you know, they're on your email list. How, how are they, are they put into a specific type of funnel? Are they on your general email list delivery at that point? What, what, what do you guys do with them then? Yeah, right now it's, it's, it's a general email list. Um, and this is another thing that like we, we are working on, but it's not done yet, um, is some type of re-engagement sequence of just something to say, Hey, you didn't buy totally fine. Mm-hmm. And here's some of our best blog content or best podcast episodes and stuff that you can go back and listen to. Cause at that point, like we don't, we know that again, like we were talking about earlier with, with inviting the list regularly for live webinars, they may have just not been ready at that particular time, but in yep. three months, what's to say that they're not ready at that point to, to buy. So, so basically like we, do some very, very, very informal stuff, but we could, uh, we, we, we need to be doing a better job of just, um, the re-engagement sequence just to keep them dialed in of like, Hey, you didn't buy That's totally okay. Here's some other free stuff for you in, in the meantime. Sure. Sure. What are some of those offers that you're making to incentivize them to purchase on the webinar, but also in that follow-up series? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we've got a couple of different bonuses that we offer. So no matter when you buy that you're going to get. So the offer is primarily the the primary training program, the primary training course, the video training course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got um, a, a community group, which is basically a monthly Q&A call with me, um, uh, like a group Q&A call and then a, a private Facebook group. So those are those are the main components there. Okay. And we've got like um, what we call the, the books and pay to speak vault, which is basically like all of our email scripts, um, our speaking contracts, a speaking writer, um, all the, like the behind the scenes stuff that you need to like book engagements. But then also once you are doing the engagement, like in a, we use like a um, an event information form, you know, that we send potential clients and we send we have like a, a 50 point a checklist for every event of things that we need to make sure that we do, you know, before, during and after the event to make sure that the client has a great experience. So we basically just give them those documents so um, they don't have to reinvent the wheel. Got it. So those things we um, we have 12 different um, case study interviews with with uh, stu- some students and some not students, but are just have been successful speakers just to hear, you know, what's been working for you, what, you know, should pull behind the curtain there and show us some stuff. Um, so that's included. And then um, the other thing is we include 12 advanced training modules. So those are basically like 30, 45 minute video interviews with with other like subject matter experts. So um, like we interviewed someone on um, like we interviewed like Nathan Barry on mm-hmm. building an email list, you know, or uh, uh, Joseph Michael on on building an online course, you know, or some of those people who've done something yep. related to some subject or Chandler on self-publishing, you know, something like that, um, where, 
it's one of those things that's kind of a, an ancillary type of topic. So it's not the whole point of the course, but sure. here's a 30 minute training that would be beneficial to you on this subject that you're probably also interested in. So that's in there. Um, so those would be the main pieces of the, of the offer itself. Now the fast action bonuses that we do for the webinar only, uh, and they are truly fast action. So like I said, after, like after the webinar expires, we don't offer those again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the first one that we had been doing is, um, that we're getting ready to change as well. And, um, is is we had been doing a 15 minute one on one call with me, and at first I was a little hesitant on that. It's like, man, we you know we have a lot of people that buy, a lot of people that come through, mm-hmm. and I mean it's, it's it's a bit it's just a big time commitment on my part, and so I don't want to you know overload my schedule with with all these calls. But one of the things I've I've noticed is it's it's as a 15 minute call is a really high perceived value bonus. Um, cause a lot of people want access to you and yep. they, I know like in my situation, I think you're the same Rick, like I don't do any one-on-one coaching. I'm not mm-hmm. super interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever people ask like, Hey, can I get a one-on-one call with you? It's like, Hey, you know, the only option is, is if you join the course and you join on the webinar. So, so it's also an incentive that kind of connects to the, the course itself. So, um, I want to I'll come back to that of what we're going to change with that. Cause I think this might be interesting to people. Um, the other things are we do, um, uh, what's the other thing? We have a, uh, a, a WordPress theme that we had made actually a couple months ago. So mm-hmm. one of the big needs that speakers have is a website. And so, but most of them are like, I don't know WordPress. I don't know Squarespace. I don't know any of this stuff. And I'm just not tech savvy, but I know I need a site. So we've created basically a custom WordPress theme for speakers. That's and so it's something idea. we actually, we actually sell on yeah. the site. But one of the things that we were doing was as a fast action bonus, um, uh, for anybody that pays in full yep. on the webinar, they get that bonus for free. So that one, that, that did really well. Um, the other bonus, uh, I would do a, a website, um, and demo video review. Like it's really important for a speaker to have a, a solid website and a solid demo video. And so I would do a, um, offer to do a review of their stuff just to give them some specific feedback. So I found that like the 15 minute call with me, the website demo video review, they're really high perceived value bonuses, but I found that, um, a very small percentage of people would actually take us up on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was one of those things like if you have, let's say, 50 people buy your course, you don't need to be worried that, oh, man, how am I going to do 50, you know, 50, 15 minute one on one calls? Right. The reality is, is probably you're going to do 15, um, if that. And I, I found that a lot of people would uh, would schedule them and then back out or schedule them. And uh, like we made it super simple of just they would get a scheduling link. It was really simple on our part. Like my assistant would handle all of that. So it was really like I would show up, do these calls. We, we, we basically block out like two hour blocks, um, once a week. And so most of the people were scheduling them, you know, several weeks after they had joined, which also just hopefully keeps them engaged in the content. So by the time they get to that call, they've gone through it and they've, you know, made some progress and, and have hopefully some of those earlier questions that they would have had hopefully have been answered. Um, what we're going to change, though, and I think, again, this might be interesting to your listeners, and this is a, an idea um, I'd heard from a buddy, uh, Shane Sams, who runs um, yep. uh, Flipped Lifestyle. Yep. But basically what he said was they use um, their these, these one-on-one bonus calls as uh, podcast material. And so what they do is uh, – and I, I found myself going like, all right, I'm doing all these 15-minute one-on-one calls, and a lot of them have the similar questions. A lot of them would be helpful to other people. And I was like, I should probably be recording these and doing – just repurposing them in some way. And so basically what Shane said that they do – is instead of doing a 15-minute call, they do a 30-minute call, they make it a bigger deal, and their their entire podcast is basically these recordings. So he said the difference is, instead of going on someone's, instead of, of listening to someone's podcast, and they're interviewing, you know, per, someone that's been on every Grand other Baldwin. podcast. Yeah, you've heard all these, you've heard the story, <laughs> yada, yada. Um, which, for the side note, like, I really like this conversation, because, like, this is stuff that, like, really nitty-gritty stuff that we yeah. typically don't. Yeah, cover this and is talk actual about, you know? stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but basically what he said was like, he, he interviews his students. And so he said it worked really, really well because you're actually listening to people who are probably in a similar spot as you who are struggling and trying to figure it out. You're able to hear, listen into like in this case, Shane's feedback and you're like, okay, Shane actually knows what he's talking about. The caller that or the, the, the student is basically able to say, you know, Hey, I just, I just learned about this and such and such module. This really helped me out. And so it's, it's huge validation for the, the product itself. Um, but basically, he said he, he kind of got the idea from. Um, are you familiar with uh, Dave Ramsey in the financial space? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so Dave does like a, a massive radio show. He does a three-hour yep. radio show every single day, and he's been doing it for twenty-five da- years. Dave Ramsey is the reason I'm out of debt. Yeah, same here. Like, yep. um, I mean, but his like his one of his primary marketing tools is he does a radio show, and all it is is. 
taking listener calls. Yep. Like he doesn't do, doesn't really do yep. interviews. Yep. Doesn't really do any teaching. It's just listener calls. And you, I mean, I know for me, um, when I, when we were, my wife and I were getting out of debt years ago, like I was listening to those calls every single day because yeah. as like you're learning something, you're yep. hearing other people that are struggling too. You're Same. getting Dave's feedback. Um, and so it really just like that listening to his radio show led to me, you know, buying a book and attending an event and you know paying for this. And so I, it's the same type of concept. So basically what, what Shane ended up doing was he offers that only for people that pay in full. And so yeah, because yeah. it's a 30 minute commitment, um, that's a big commitment, right? And again, we're all busy. We'll have a lot going on, but you know, I don't want to fill, I don't want to do 10, 30 minute calls a week. So trying to like add a layer to it of saying, Hey, it's a, it's a longer, um, it's a longer call. You get more time. Um, but at the same time too, the other thing that he does that we're going to try is it's not just how you get this coaching call, but he really promotes that you get to be on the podcast. So from like a speaker perspective, able to say, Hey, you, you know, you're going to get promoted to thousands of other speakers who, um, who may be listening. So, so you've got that element too, that it's not just a one-on-one call, but this is something that other people are going to benefit from and that you're going to get some promotion out of. So, um, so that anyway, that's something that we're going to be trying when we, when we uh, re-record the webinar. So let we'll, me know, let me know how that goes. I like that. Goes. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. I, I mean, the, the big thing is like, how can we repurpose the content that we are using? And I've actually been thinking about, you know, doing, using coaching calls as podcast episodes for a while now, but there's just something like, just I don't know what what the holdup has been. It's just it's just a mindset thing for me. But I love the idea. You know, I love it because you something you said really clearly, there, uh, Grant, is that people are listening to it and being like, oh, you know what? This is like they're they're doing what I want to be doing, or they're doing what I'm trying to do right now. Right. And it's very relatable right. to them. So I love that, and I love offering that as a look. Like it, it, you can get this if you pay in full. You know, it's the right. incentive to pay in full. Yeah, so we uh, so we had been doing like I said we had been using the the WordPress theme as the pay in full option. As so we'll change that now and offer that the 30 minute call as the the pay in full incentive. So, um again, we we got a lot of people on payment plans, but I mean I like the idea of incentivizing people to pay yeah, in full. Absolutely. Um to, to I'd rather have it today <laughs> than than wait a few months for it. Or uh, yeah, I mean cuz we all know what happens with the payment plans, you know, a lot of people like their credit cards expire or their, you know, whatever happens and they never, you know, they have they have access to the course they could have gone through it but they don't you know they don't take the time to or make the effort to fix that so whenever we can do the uh, painful incentive I, I like that a lot yeah i mean and to be to be clear like we have a, we have a lot of people that do payment plans um and, and i don't know what the stats are with everybody else and um but i know that like you know there's a decent percentage of people who like you said they flake out after a month or two yep. or you just know like uh, people on a 12-month payment plan I mean, if you couldn't afford it a six month, you probably you may not be able to afford it a 12 month. And so they may only get a few months. in. so I, I know like if we're doing 12 months at 100 bucks a month, we're not. It's pretty rare that we're going to collect a full 1200. Right. And you go into um, it knowing that. Yeah, totally. Yep. Absolutely. So, yep. um, yeah, it's just kind of the, the nature of the beast, I think. So we're, we're coming up on time here, Grant, but I want, I want to kind of just uh, sort of finish off with, you mentioned a bunch of tools that you're using to do this, you know, and when we're, when we're creating an automated webinar system, you know, there are a lot of tools that go into it to make this, make this, you know, run smoothly so that you can figure out what's working and what's not working. You know, you mentioned EverWebinar, Drip, Samcart, Thinkific for the program itself, uh, using Zapier, using Deadline Funnel. You know, using all the click funnels somewhere in there too. You know, using a bunch of tools. What would you say to the person who wants to set something up here? And and before, actually, before I ask you that question, I want to make it really clear um, to everybody listening. If you listen to what Grant said in the very beginning, he said that he did live webinars for a while, for like weekly webinars for a long time before moving over to automated. And, you know, I really want to caution you if you are thinking about doing an automated webinar, that's awesome, but do live ones first. You know, really hone in on getting your live webinar to to convert, get comfortable with it. I do not recommend going directly to an automated webinar. Um, start with live first and then once you get that down, then you can move into, you know, creating a uh, a streaming option for it. So so great. Once somebody has, you know, like, all right, I want to do an automated webinar. I've never set one like some set one up before. You know, you're throwing around six, seven different tools here to be using to set this stuff up. What would you right. say to that person where it's like, holy cow, where do I start with this? I have no idea how to set something like this up. 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I would, um, I wasn't sure where you're going with the question, but I, I was going to immediately piggyback on what you said that I would a thousand percent recommend that you start with live. Um, because and I've never been someone who's like been a big fan of like these big open close launches. Um, uh, and, and Rick, I know like, I know you do them, mm-hmm. but, um, but because it just feels uh, everybody I talk to, it seems extremely stressful and it seems like you're just putting a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah. So versus like when we were doing a lot of weekly live webinars, if, if something goes wrong in a launch, um, and like, you know, borderline catastrophic wrong, it may be like, you know, four or six months later before you, you can like course correct versus like if I do a live webinar and we have had live webinars where, um, electricity went out right before the pitch or, you know, just something stopped working like in the middle of the pitch and everyone was all of a sudden like, I can't hear or see you anymore. It's like, (laughs) everything looks fine on my end. What is happening? (laughs) You know? And those like, so you have those technical issues, but then you also just have the, um, you know, let's, let's try this offer instead. And, oh, that didn't work. So let's look back at the spreadsheet. Let's compare it to the previous week and uh, let's try it, you know, instead of doing like one of the things we did with our live ones as we were checking all types of days and times. Um, and I remember like when you and I hung out mm-hmm. in person a couple months ago that you were mentioning like, hey, we found like morning time was working really, really well for us. Well, we hadn't done anything in the morning. So yeah. after that, I was like, hey, let's try a morning one, you know? Yeah. So when you're doing a weekly live one, I mean, it gives you the ability to just test a lot of things and on a, on a just constantly iterate on a, on a weekly basis. So, um, so the, yeah, I would a thousand percent echo and agree. Like don't, don't try any of this automated stuff. I think, I think also the, it's a bit cleaner on the tech side when you're just doing live. So oh, for yeah. example, determining, easier. you know, who gets the fast action bonuses. Well, I mean, I can, I can tell like, you know, these, so many people bought <laughs> during in the past during hour time, yeah. or they didn't, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so it's all very cut and dry versus when you, when you make it automated, you just, I think you have a few more moving pieces. So I, yeah, I would say definitely start live because I mean, you, you think about some of the different tools that we've, we've talked about here. Um, like on uh, you, you may not need some of them if you're just doing a, a, a live version, but I would, I would say if anything, like start really, really simple. Like, I mean, we've, we've talked about, um, you know, adding a tripwire in, adding a downsell in, like you don't need to do those things, you yeah. know? Um, I mean, you can literally just do a webinar, have an offer, um, and maybe even you don't even do a, a follow-up sequence, you know, it's just, you make the offer and that's it. And that's, the, that's the whole thing. So yeah. you may just try that for a little while. And we've, we've done that before. We've, we've tested like, you know, would it work better? Uh, it may hurt sales, but it might help show up rate if we don't do a replay, you know? So again, that's something that you can just, you just test and yeah. just try it. And, um, again, this is where I think having that spreadsheet, uh, of any form is just really, really important so that you can track like, all right, this is the, you know, this is the hypothesis we had going into this week and we tried it this way and this worked or it didn't work. But I would say just start really, really simple. Um, and I, I think we're all guilty. I'm guilty of it myself of hearing different tools and you're like, Oh, that, I don't know that we need that, but that sure, sure sounds cool. Like we should try that, <laughs> right. you know, and you just start like adding layers of complexity, yeah. um, that just don't necessarily need to be there. So, um, I mean, I would say like I like we've kind of touched on like I have some idea of some of these tools and how they play together. But one thing that's been helpful is I've, I've always tried to have people that can help set some of that stuff up. Yeah. So I have a rough idea of how it works, but I don't necessarily I'm not under the hood of the car. Yeah. Uh, turning wrenches and sockets or right. You, tools you, are you know what needs to happen. These tools are allowing it to happen, right. but you got somebody helping you out with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I think sometimes people worry about like, well, you know, I can't afford some, you know, I, I don't have any, I don't have any full-time people that help on any of that stuff. So, um, like our, we have a, a tech guy that, uh, does about 10 hours a week for us right now. Um, another guy that does about 20, 30 hours a week for us. Um, and so they, I mean, they can be, you know, part-time freelance people. They don't, you don't even need like 10 hours. You could just be like, Hey, here's the end result that I'm going for. Could you give me five hours to just help me set this up yep. and walk it through with me, yep. make some video recordings and screencasts of what you're doing. That's all I really need you to do. So, I mean, it may be as simple as that, you know, yeah. so you don't, you don't need to get in the weeds and, and again, don't, don't add complexity, you know, just for the, for the, the sake of adding complexity. And the, and the key lesson here that everything we're talking about is just get something set up you know, get it working. Like you said, maybe you don't do a follow-up sequence. Okay, cool. Maybe the offer is right there in the webinar and, that, and that's it. You know, get something live, uh, get it working, get it, you know, get making some sales and then build out from there. Like it just is, you know, the whole, this whole concept of the MVP, the minimum viable product, get it up there, get it working and then start building out um, from there. Now, I want to finish off with some numbers. You said that you spend about $1,400 a day in ad spend last week at the time of the recording this we're recording this at the end of uh may 
Um, how much did you spend on ads last week and how much revenue did you make from your automated funnel? So we did, uh, we spent, uh, $9,803 last week. Um, and then fast forward here in my spreadsheet, I'm zipping ahead. Uh, we did $29,865 in sales. So nice. that's works out to about a dollar in $3 and five cents out. Now let's talk about a couple different variables in that. So, um, within that is we had, we, one thing we didn't really touch on is within Samcart we have, um, at a bump offer and we also include a, an upsell offer. So hmm. we've got those that add a little bit of revenue. Um, we had, a, that includes a couple of downsell of that 12 month, uh, $100 a month payment plan. So we have a couple of those that are factored in that. Cool. So looking at, let's say uh, rounded up, we'll say $30,000 in revenue. Yep. Looking at it from last week, 50, about 15 of that, about 50, 50, 15 of that has already come in, been collected and 15 of that is to come. So yeah. basically like just looking at last week alone, we spent 10 and netted five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have 15 to come in, in future payment plans, which, you know, like we've discussed earlier of the 15 to come, we may collect half of that, you know, um, or, you know, maybe 10 of that. So, so that you've got, you've got there, that variable too. So I think I like, I, I'm, I'm fine to give those numbers just for context sake. Sure. Um, but to also know that like, um, uh, I, this like last week was a really solid week. Um, and it's not like we're spending 10,000 a week and we've been doing that for years, you yeah. know? So like, yeah. um, like that was a big thing that was uh, like, even go back to like doing a live webinar on a weekly basis is it really gave us a chance to kind of ramp up because I mean, you know how it is like the first time you're spending money on ads, you're going, I'm putting this money out and I hope this works, but it may not, yep. you know? Yep. So like, the, I remember the very first webinar we did that we spent money on ads, we spent $500, you know, which even at then you're like, all right, if I make one sale, right. I'm good, yep. but yep. there's a chance I can make zero sales, <laughs> yep. you know, and that sure. $500 is gone, you yep. know? Now, again, like we can get into, well, there's going to be um, people that may, you know, they may go ahead and opt in and you pay a couple bucks for them for a lead and they may buy six months down the line. Sure. That's, that can be hard to factor in at times, but like all that to say, like I would not, I would, and, and, and Rick, I know you kind of alluded to this too. Like don't spend $10,000 out of the gate tomorrow. Like right, this has right. been a slow ramp up. And even that, like they're, they're, um, let me give you another example here. I'm pulling up here on the spreadsheet. We had a couple weeks ago, um, bu- 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 bum. Whereas basically like our total, including payment plans, we, we netted like $6,000, but based on what had come in that week, yep. we were in the hole like $2,000 yeah. um, because like so much of it was in payment plans. So you gotta, you gotta be aware of that stuff too. Otherwise you start to go in this cash flow thing uh, issue where I'm putting more out than I'm bringing in. Now, hypothetically, I'm going to bring in more long term sure. and it starts to feed itself. But again, you, you may have those weeks where it's like, you know, that particular week, we technically lost money that week. Now, long term, hopefully we're, we're, we're fine. Yeah. Um, and again, it's kind of the, the, the snowball effect. But um, like all that stuff is just stuff you just got to pay attention to. You really got to know those numbers. Yeah. Um, the whole thing's a numbers game. And that's it really why is. that spreadsheet yeah. is so key of tracking everything, making sure that, you know, like how much money did, like what was your ad spend? What was your cost per lead? What was your revenue coming in? How much did you collect? really knowing those numbers. And I'm glad that you brought up there, Grant, that, you know what, we made this, like this was our, this was our invoice total that this is what we, this is what we made, but we only collected this much. You know, we, yes, yeah. we have this other revenue coming in, but you know what, for that week, we were down $2,000, yeah. but yeah. overall, you know, we were making money, but it's all a numbers game. And once you start tracking this stuff, then it becomes really fun when you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I know that I can put a dollar in and pretty much, yeah, have a very high level of confidence that three dollars is coming back. Yeah, know? and I mean, we've and so we've had some. I'm looking back through here. So we've had so last week was um, three dollars and five cents per dollar spent. But you know, and we've had some weeks. We had a, a week where we were doing eight dollars per dollar spent. But we had a, another week that was you know two dollars and fifty cents, which is still great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's not nine dollars. Um. But I think to to piggyback too on something that you just said there on like showing like what the true numbers are. I think that's really helpful. And I, I know for me, I, I remember early on hearing about like big launches people would do. And, you know, we just did this half a million dollar launch, um, which sounds insane, but then you start to like, you learn a little bit more and you realize, Oh wait, you're paying half of that to affiliates. And the majority of that is in monthly payments that you may or may not collect. And that doesn't factor in refunds. Yep. Yep. And so you did, yeah, you did 500,000 on paper, but you really came home with like 50,000 in the bank, you know, type thing. It's just, so it's not to knock, you know, the industry or anything, but just like, I think it's just, I think it's helpful to, to make sure that 
we all have like um like realistic expectations yeah. of what's possible Absolutely. and not just like these you know inflated numbers to make us you know make ourselves look good yep i love it i love it so true and something that we definitely need to to uh be aware of you know we, and we talk about it here a lot on the show and that there's this um, and I've apologized publicly here on the podcast before if I've ever been, you know, perpetuated this like, well, if you're not getting a dollar or two dollar cost per lead, then you're failing. Like your ads are terrible. Um, you know, it's, it's just be careful what you believe out there of the numbers that people are sharing. And I'm not saying people are lying. I'm not saying that at all. It just, it's remembering to put things in perspective. You know, totally. there's, there's oftentimes, almost all the time, there's more to it. It's like the whole iceberg thing. You know, you see what's on top of the water, but you don't see what's going on behind the scenes and, and um, what people necessarily aren't talking about, which is cool, but just remember to keep things in perspective. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up there. So we got to wrap up here, Grant. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for being so open and sharing with this, you know, this whole funnel and your numbers and how you're doing everything. Um, I want to make sure that people can connect with you learn more about you and what you're up to, uh, where can they do that? Yeah, so if people are interested on like the speaking side of stuff, um, definitely check out thespeakerlab.com, thespeakerlab.com. If people will just want to go through the funnel, you're like, I have zero interest in speaking. I just want to see all this in action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can certainly do that. Um, the uh, the EverWebinar registration page is at um, freespeakerworkshop.com freespeakerworkshop.com uh, people can check out. If people have questions, feel free to email me. My email is grant at grantbaldwin.com grant at grantbaldwin.com. So honestly, like anything I can do to help, um, you know, I'm, I'm totally happy to do. I'm, Rick, I've told you this. Like, I, I listen to uh, this show and so it's, uh, I, I'm always getting tips from from Rick. So it's just definitely an honor to, to hang out with you and definitely encourage people to keep listening to this show. Thanks, man. Well, I'm honored to have you on here. Thanks for all of the knowledge. Freespeakerworkshop.com grant. You sh- I don't know if you really want to give out your email address address, but grant at grantbaldwin.com and uh, thespeakerlab.com. I'll be sure and link those up in the show notes for today's episode. Grant, thanks so much again. Uh, really appreciate it, buddy. You bet, man. All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one, Grant, today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're interested in learning more and applying to be part of my brand new coaching program called Advantage Plus, the deadline to apply is coming up very, very quickly. It's in a few days, June 30th. So just go to rickmulready.com forward slash P-L-U-S, rickmulready.com forward slash Plus, this is a result of getting constant requests of more access to me and uh, the ability uh, more coaching and that sort of thing. So that's why I put put this 12-month coaching program together. Again, it's application only. So check out rickmulready.com forward slash plus to learn more and apply. Also, remember, I put together a Google spreadsheet with formulas to help you track your webinars. This is the same spreadsheet that we've used in our business. And you can use this whether you're doing live or automated webinars to track everything you've got going on in your webinar uh, in your webinar funnel. Now, you can download this spreadsheet either by texting AOPT142 to 44222. I'll just repeat that for you. Text AOPT142 to 44222. Or you can download it over on the show notes page for today's episode, which is at rickmulready.com forward slash 142. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Really appreciate it. Coming up in the next episode, I've got a solo episode coming your way where I'm going to be walking you through step-by-step how to set up your Facebook ads for success June 2017 edition. So be on the lookout for that in episode number 143. And until then, my friends, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in episode 143. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.